Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. You know what I really appreciate? I know. Is that as we've been fighting the COVID and all the, the unrest and the protests and the, 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 the rest of the world was courteous enough to just stop doing anything we should care about. Right. I'm sorry, I've got the control room in my ear. What's that? <laughs> hmm? Oh, no, turns out the world has kept spinning and, and the evildoers are continuing to work their evil. In particular... The dragon. At the top of the list for evildoers, certainly long-term, has got to be China. China! Beyond question. They make Putin look like a punk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm I'm fascinated by the whole China thing. I can't stop reading about it. I'm currently reading some stuff from uh, the guy who won the Nobel Prize. I don't know how to pronounce any of these people's names, um, but he won the Nobel Prize in 2010. He was in prison a bunch of times. Mm. I think I know the guy. Probably remember about. the story, but yeah. um, he he has this book of uh, essays that he's written over the years about Tiananmen Square and um, him going to prison and concentration camps and all this different stuff. And it is an evil evil country as evil as anything has ever been and for some reason they managed to fly under the radar for the last several decades a lot of it because a bunch of u.s companies and european country companies were making a lot of money off of it Mm -hmm. and didn't want to highlight the fact that they knew it was an evil country right right yeah well and and they're very very smart people who run china and they understand what we want to hear we the west they know how to manipulate us. They 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 get our papers delivered to uh, Tiananmen Square. They're to the what? What do you call the giant Chinese government complex? Everybody knows the the Kremlin. What do you say for China? Mm. I don't know either. It's not Ten Downing Street. No. <laughs> no. Um. Uh. What was I going to say to lead into this? China, China scary. David Bowie's China Girl. Oh, I don't know. They they're a smarter. Doobie so, Brothers China Grove. They're a smarter, richer Soviet Union. Oh, yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. Um, uh, listening way to the, smarter and way richer. Yeah. Yeah. And part of it is they, they watched what happened with the Soviet Union and learned the lessons. Mm-hmm. Anywho, FBI Director Ray was talking about it yesterday, and let's hear a little bit of it. I speak of the threat from China. I mean the government of China and the Chinese Communist Party. To understand this threat and how we must act to respond to it, the American people should remember three things. First, we need to be clear-eyed about the scope of the Chinese government's ambition. China, the Chinese Communist Party, believes it's in a generational fight to surpass our country in economic and technological leadership. Now, that's sobering enough, but it's waging that fight not through legitimate innovation, not through fair and lawful competition, and not by giving their citizens the freedom of thought and speech and creativity that we treasure here in the United States. If I could pause for just for a second. I was thinking about this the other day because I think it was in The Bully of Asia, which Tim Sandifer recommended as the best book on China, and I've been reading that also. And a lot of it is some really deep history on China their entire culture of seeing themselves as the center of the world and number one in everything goes runs so deep. So to say it's a goal to be number one really underplays it in that, you know, goal setting is important. I have goals like uh, I have a goal to eat better. Eh, I kind of try. Sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. I have a goal to be a good guitar player, and sometimes I practice, and then sometimes I don't. But it's deep within me. It's it's my being to be a parent. It, I don't even have to think about it being a goal. It is just what I am. Mm-hmm. Everything I do every day is around making money for the family, spending this, 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 that, everything. Everything is of all that. Good it comparison is, there. Yeah. It is my, it's so much my worldview, I can't even step outside of it. Mm-hmm. That's the way China is, through and through, of being number one. Mm-hmm. And And if they're not, it's an injustice Absolutely. And, and something to be corrected aggressively. More from the FBI director. A thought and speech and creativity that we treasure here in the United States. Instead, 
China is engaged in a whole-of-state effort to become the world's only superpower by any means necessary. The second thing the American people need to understand is that China uses a diverse range of sophisticated techniques. You know, I got to stop there. How am I just hearing this first? The FBI director pointing out China's goal is to be the lone superpower by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. Holy crap! That's true, by the way. That's absolutely, absolutely true. But the fact that's being said by the FBI director and doesn't get more attention, that we would be having any conversations today about Confederate statues or whatever, and not that, is holy crap. The second richest country in the world, nuclear power, giant military. Some people in our military now say they're up here with us. We couldn't win a war with them. Mm-hmm. They Their goal is to be the lone superpower by any means necessary. Well, you got to pay attention to that enemy. Holy crap. The American people need to understand is that China uses a diverse range of sophisticated techniques, everything from cyber intrusions to corrupting trusted insiders. They've even engaged in outright physical theft. And they've pioneered an expansive approach to stealing innovation through a wide range of actors, including not just Chinese intelligence services, but state-owned enterprises, ostensibly private companies, certain kinds of graduate students and researchers, and a whole variety of other actors working on their behalf. To achieve its goals and surpass America, China recognizes it needs to make leaps in cutting-edge technologies. But the sad fact is that instead of engaging in the hard slog of innovation, China often steals American intellectual property and then uses it to compete against the very American companies it victimized, in effect, cheating twice over. They're targeting research on everything from military equipment to wind turbines to rice and corn seeds through its talent recruitment programs, like the so-called Thousand Talents program, the Chinese government tries to entice scientists to secretly bring our knowledge and innovation back to China, even if that means stealing proprietary information or violating our export controls and conflict of interest rules. Um, that's the FBI director yesterday. I like when you mentioned ostensibly private companies, because there's no such thing in China, uh, really. Um we're just we're just at the beginning edge, aren't we, of everybody in the world recognizing this and going into full deep cold war where you're either with China or you're with the United States. I think so. Yeah, people were clinging to hope until pretty recently. We we talked about Europe and their being fine with Huawei installing their 5G and being in charge of their communications, which is practically suicidal. Um I think it was the the dying hours of this naive hope that China would come around and and start to behave in in the community of nations. But I, I think the number of people who are still clinging to that hope are fewer and fewer. Thank God. And ironically, the COVID thing helped to uh, helped to point that out to everybody. You have a comment, Sean? Well, I, it's interesting that they were aware of in order to compete on the global stage with America, we need to take giant leaps forward in innovation, Mm -hmm. but they cannot innovate because you you cannot dictate creativity, right? You can put a gun to someone's head and say, dig a ditch. Be Steve Jobs. And, and, And they, and they will dig that ditch for fear of their life. 
But you can't put a gun to someone's head and say, make a better widget. They mm-hmm. may not be able to do that. So they had to steal our widgets and then are going to use them against us. Yeah, and it's not like they have had no innovation or no R&D or anything like that. But they Checkers, completely different than our game. <laughs> exactly, the fire drills. Um, the But the fact is, they can only allow so much free market incentive and free so much freedom before people start to have the feeling that we prayed for generations they would have. That, wait a minute. You know, I don't need to be controlled by the government. You know, I've, I've, I've innovated. I've done something good here. I've built something beautiful. Why are you telling me what to do? But, you know, they're controlled. They're so good at oppression in China. Well, sure. You, if you want to be an oppressive uh, dictator when you grow up, I suggest you study China. The great thing about a free society for all kinds of different reasons is you get to utilize all of your talent. Everybody, mm-hmm. no matter you know what situation you were born into, if you're if you're brilliant and you've got a great idea in whatever, you can make it happen. Well, that doesn't happen in other countries like China. Right. So mm-hmm. your Steve Jobs ends up living in a hut, uh, you know, shaving hair for wig shipments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh and and never getting the opportunity. Um, oh, God. so they have to steal our stuff, but. You know, I was talking yesterday about uh, the, the, when does China move on Taiwan and uh, historian Neil Ferguson think it's going to happen. If I'm China, I don't, because enough of the world still hasn't woken up to the fact that there's a Cold War going on. If, I grew up as a kid. If you're old enough, you remember the Cold War. There's a constant threat of World War Three nuclear weapons between us and, and Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Our movies, songs, books about the horribly frightening war that we're in the middle of, the Cold War. That's not happening right now with China. If China moves on Taiwan, then we do wake up to it. If I'm them, I just continue to try to slide under the radar a little bit. Because as recently as a couple... As long as you can. Yeah, because as recently as a couple of months ago, freaking Great Britain was going to allow us to install their cell phone service. Nice job, Bojo. You dumbass. Sorry, he's just getting over the vid. Why would I call him names? That's but, really insensitive. But nobody would have done that in 1970. Great Britain wouldn't have said to the Soviet Union, yeah, you can put in all our telecommunications uh, equipment. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> it's laughable. It is laughable. Right, yeah, yeah. Donald Trump, don't trust China. One more note. You know what? Why don't I do it after the break? Um, in the same way that I'm a football fan, I hate it, I'm a junkie, I want to get away from the NFL, but I really enjoy the game. Uh, you know, you expect Patrick Mahomes to be great. But then one day he comes out, he throws five touchdowns and 500 yards, and, and you just think, I, I thought I knew how great he was. But Well, in the same way, the parade of dishonesty and bias on NPR this morning really got my attention. It was a five-touchdown awesome. day for them, and I just <laughs> I want to give you a couple of examples in a minute or two. Hang on. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, you also need to. Uh, you said you, you, another example that sports might not happen because I'm I'm hopeful, particularly the NBA playoffs. But uh... well, every time they start it up, you either have multiple positive tests eventually, or like I, I just read, the San Francisco Giants have shut down their workouts because they can't get the enough tests or they couldn't get the tests back or something like that. Just 
a test shortage, and so they just keep running into stumbling blocks, and then two of the stars test positive, and it just all goes to hell, which is not a reason not to try. No, but I don't see any getting around the NBA. First round, one team, three players, you're starting five, test positive. Mm-hmm. Okay, that team's out. Yeah. Okay, so what, the, 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 the the other team forfeit to the next well, round? And or? Your, your three starters test positive, then what do you do for the next game? The other guys who haven't tested positive yet, you let them bump and grind in no, the lane? Or? No, no. That team would have to be out, I think. What do you draft all new players? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I just, I, I want them to try. I really do. I want baseball to start. I don't care how many games they play. Just pl- play me some baseball, would you? Um, but uh, it's just, mm, it's, it's, it's a rocky, rocky road ahead. So I mentioned NPR is just flaming dishonestly, uh, dishonesty and uh, bias, which is getting more and more notable. And why my tax dollars go to support it, I can't imagine. Um, and and you know they threw in a really good twisting of uh, Trump's words uh, about Mexico, but we'll leave that one alone. This is completely untrumpy. And this reminds me, this is a tease. They were looking for input from their listeners. And it reminds me of one of the smartest and best things Thomas Sowell has ever said. And that's saying something, because the guy is a... He is to wisdom what Niagara Falls is to plunging water. He said, if there is not equality of outcomes among people born to the same parents and raised under the same roof, why should equality of outcomes be expected or assumed in a society when conditions are not nearly so comparable? So incredibly obvious but overlooked all the time, and just, you know, there's no arguing with that. No, no, absolutely not. NPR is trying to get input on, they are avowedly socialist at this point. Nakedly progressive radio. And the tease for input was, they were talking about the inequity in the economy, and here, this is a direct quote, did the pre-COVID economy reward some members of your family while failing others? They want to know about economic inequity inside your family. And the way they phrased it, and again, I promise you this quote is 100% correct, is did the economy reward some members of your family while failing others? And this is one of the things that drives me insane about progressivism. They denied... Well, they made you a victim of, quote-unquote, the economy. Well, it took away all your agency. You have no say in it. Right. You have no free will. You have no say, ambition, education. The system affected this person well and this person poorly. They had nothing to do with it whatsoever. Yeah, it was inequity. The economy did this to you. Did the pre-COVID economy reward some members of your family while failing others? If that thinking takes hold, we are doomed. We might as well give in to China and say, all right, how do you do this now? How many concentration camps we need to ensure everybody falls into line with the great Communist Party? Well, That's, that's just astonishing. Jordan Peterson's always talking about this modern view of things where it's, it's to, it eliminates the individual. The individual, you're part of a group. There are no individuals making individual decisions with individual effort and talent. Right. Your you're, life happens to you. The idea that you should have any control or agency is no, 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 no. Get in the line. That's interesting. Hey, back to the sports thing briefly before we run out of time. I came across this yesterday. If sports gets up and running like they, uh, they're they hoping, 
all four of America's major sports leagues would be back, would be in action in September for the first time ever. Ooh. Regular season NFL, Major League Baseball games, along with the NBA and NHL playoff action, along with NCAA football, what they're hoping to happen. So America's radio stations are ready to carry more than 5,000 hours of live coverage during the month of September, which would be a record by far. Oh. 5,000 hours of sports, big-time sports. Can you imagine how much sports talk radio guys want that? Because they're desperate. They're dying right now. What have right they been now? doing every day? Interviews and talking about drafts. Oh. And, oh, it's 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 terrible. There's actually been a couple of signings that they've been able to fill some time with. Uh, how much some time? time. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's rough with no yeah, games to talk we've about. We've signed uh, Jim Schmedlovich, uh, linebacker, if there's ever another game. <laughs> and then they cry. They just sob. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Surprise when they first come down to Orlando. If we have some additional players to test positive, what would be most concerning is once players enter this campus and then go through our quarantine period, then if they were to test positive or if we were to have any positive tests, we would know we would. Oh, it kind of ate the end. We would have what, a problem. Yeah, you would have a problem. That's yeah. the uh, commissioner of the NBA. So if they can get them all in there and nobody's got it, sure, I get it. You don't allow the virus in, you can pull it off. But one case gets into it, and he's not going to say it out loud, but you're going to have to call the thing off. There's no way you play it to completion if a case gets in there, because it spreads. I mean, you talk about breathing on each other. Oh, yeah. Standing side by side, breathing as hard as you can. Yeah, it just won't work. Yeah, other than NFL linemen, there's just there's no sport that compares with you know trading droplets. Uh, by the way, the New York, I'm sorry, not the New York, the San Francisco Giants, who I mentioned earlier, did get their test back. Everybody's negative, so they're back to playing a little pepper, a little bingo, a little round of horn, <laughs> working out again. So this just in, who knows if it's true or not, but it's too funny not to mention. ABC News just in, Trump campaign considers displaying statues at future rallies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so good. Oh. Bring statues with you to the rallies. That is so Trumpy. The late, great Thomas Jefferson. Right. You walk up with a great big Thomas Jefferson statue and everybody's right. cheering. Have it on the stage, Washington and Jefferson. And you know what? That's some fabulous political theater, though. Well, as uh, some anarchist guy I really like, what's his name? I'll think of uh, it. The Malice guy? Yeah, Malice. Yeah, yeah. He's a, He says Trump is the world's greatest troll. Yeah. He yeah. he makes everybody dance to his tune all the time with, with trolling like that. It will be discussed in serious tones on cable news channels today on MSB. Can you believe this guy? Well, He'll the, do anything. He's just he's the worst. The Biden <laughs> campaign, though, will have to comment on it. Right. Right. He's putting them in the position of having to comment, which is the, the great trollery <laughs> part of it. Unbelievable. <laughs> So, a uh, semi-breaking news, um, you can keep Brandon in his stall. Brandon, our breaking news donkey. When news breaks, the donkey brays. Anyway, uh, Supreme Court has ruled employers with religious objections can be exempt from Obamacare's birth control mandate. The little sisters of the poor who've spent millions of dollars on lawyers, uh, I'm sure donated, but um, finally won that case to the Supreme Court. Um. 
if you object to birth control or abortion, you can't be forced to finance it through your uh, insurance plan. So that's interesting. We have not been on top of the Supreme Court rulings lately, like we usually have been in years past. Eh, a lot of them didn't trip my trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's so much going on. Um, Is it a fair summary, do you think? Because, again, I'm taking my information in through the media, and I don't know whose biases are what. But is it a fair summary to say that, now, guarantee you this is biased? I'm not even going to say it then. I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to shut my mouth. Wow. Well, if it's if it's just he spin, dipped his toe in, folks. why would I want to perpetuate spin? And it's right. obviously spin, so. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at this. Oh, it's awfully detailed. Yeah. So, anyway. Oh, we'll keep an eye. They still have not unleashed a couple of their their most uh, potentially controversial rulings that they will issue this week, right? Plessy versus Ferguson? <laughs> um, no, the the one about the, the president's taxes and finances and stuff like that. Uh, they also ruled 7-2 to that employment discrimination suits by teachers fired by Catholic elementary schools are barred by... It's a principle called ministerial exception, but the long story short is you can't teach at a Catholic school and say Jesus was a fake and you ought to worship the devil. Okay? You can't be fired for employment discrimination if you are outwardly, clearly anti-religious working for a religious school. Hmm. The fact that that had to go to the Supreme Court just shows that, well, we've we've gone you know way too far in the direction of too many laws and not enough justice. Um. So anyway, but we'll uh, we'll do a good roundup for you on Friday. Probably everything that that's happened soups wise in the past two weeks. Did you hear? Uh, Chief Justice John Roberts was hospitalized last month. How did they keep that secret? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, he 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 took a blow to the head, head injury in a fall. He was dehydrated. Was it? Oh, I thought it was Rand Paul's neighbor. <laughs> no, no, he appears to be uh, more or less tamed. Yeah, he got dehydrated and fell down, conked his head. The wow. Chief Justice isn't he, that old a guy. Either. No, he's, he's like our age. He got so dehydrated he went down. Yeah, and, that's what they say. And was hospitalized. Wow, sixty. Well, he's sixty-five years old. Oh, okay. He's old. Yeah. He's just he just lived a somewhat better life apparently than I did. Is he? Does not look that low. He, he, he looks younger than us. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> solid decade or more older. <laughs> yes. Oh well. No, he's much older than I am, but he looks better, which is troubling. Yeah, I had a golf buddy who had to be hospitalized for dehydration. He said, I felt perfectly fine, then all of a sudden I was out. And had to go to the hospital. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have a friend who fell and hit his head and died a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I don't know what caused Great him to fall. Scott. But... Uh, Robert suffered a seizure in July 07. They don't think this is related. Fell from a dock after experiencing what the court described as a benign idiopathic seizure. That means, that's a fancy pants term that means there was no easily identifiable cause for the seizure. I think somebody called me that once, a benign idiopath. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the shoe fits. Does it have to be dehydrated? I mean, because we've all had that happen where you just get really dizzy, lightheaded, just for like a second. Yeah. You know, what the heck was that? Yeah. A little scary. Yeah. Um, uh, we got this picture. Somebody sent a picture of a high school football team practicing out in the lawn. Said, "I'm glad you're debating whether the schools should open or not." Here's my local school high school football team uh, practicing. I'm not exactly sure what's going on that because I know the local high school to my area. I saw the high school football team practicing 
couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We were at the skateboard park, and there they were out practicing. And I know they haven't made the decision on whether or not they're going to have classes yet. Right. So I guess they're just going forward with the outdoor workouts, hoping that they'll... Could you? Would you have a football season if they're doing homes? Would they not, they're not having classes? I suppose you could. Buh. But there's no way you're going to not allow know. them in class, but allow them to bash into each other and breathe on each other on the football field, are you? I don't know. I would sure like, I'd pay nineteen ninety five or more in pay-per-view to have, whether it's a Doc Fauci and others and some dissenters, just get together and have an intelligent discussion of the pros and cons, the risks and the rewards of having the kids go back to school, as opposed to having it all filter through the utterly biased, inane, dopey and click greedy American media. It doesn't care. They don't care about truth. Please, they'd laugh at me for even bringing it up. They just want to get your attention and keep it. Final. Well, and if you're, but if you're a young guy and you're really into high school football, I wasn't because I was small. Um, as Steve Earle says, I didn't play because I was a little bit small. But um, if you're into that, you're hugely into that. And now you've got something to look forward to and to live for and, you know, something that is your identity. Because all that's been taken away from kids. they got nothing to look forward to. Right. And it, it's wearing on them. Yeah, that's called, not good. It's called being an adult. Welcome. That's <laughs> <laughs> the key. you got to deaden their souls bit by bit, though, Sean. You can't suddenly have them thrust into that world. So final note for the segment, uh, began talking about Thomas Sowell's fabulous quote about, um, you know, if there's not equality of outcome amongst, among people born of the same parents, raised under the same roof, how can you possibly expect it in a society? Which is utterly irrefutable and elegant logic. I love one of this, uh, these responses to the tweet. Why are you trying to use logic when uh, so many benefit from insane emotionalism? Mm. Yeah. Why are you wasting your time with logic? Nobody has any interest in that. Well said, my bitter friend. For well some said. reason, I found that really uh, devastating, Sean. You said, welcome to being an adult. Nothing to look forward to. <laughs> I remember, God, that hitting me. I must have been like 23 or something. Just, I don't know why it hit me all of a sudden. I was at this job I hated looking out the window and thinking it was summertime. That, that's why it hit me so hard. This nothing's going to be different about summer than was different about spring and fall and winter because summers were magical. Yes, my whole life. Yes, even when I worked, like when I was young, summer was still magical at night. Yeah, um, and then all of a sudden it was just nothing. There's nothing. No, nothing's going to be any different now <sighs> for the rest of my life <laughs> until forever, <laughs> until I die. Well, with all due respect <laughs> to your most excellent whining. And and just in case you don't know this, Jack and I are almost exactly the same age. We were born ten days apart. Until that day when you your kids are raised to adulthood, and you truly now are just taking up space on Earth, which is my situation, <laughs> you don't know what existential angst is. Oh, no, I don't have it now. I don't have it now because I'm in the midst of raising kids. Right. But prior to having kids, I definitely had that. It's just like, what? What? What is this? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I don't have that at all now. But, uh, well, I'll always have yelling at idiots. What is that David Spade line? Uh, you know, basically what you said about, you know, it's called being an adult. Yeah, we have a club for that. It's called Everyone. We meet at the bar. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that was the great Drew Carey, I oh, believe, Drew from Car- the Drew Carey show. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Everyone. We meet at the bar. <laughs> so true. So true. We'll try to finish the song, show strong. I'm not confident that will happen, but that's what we'll try to do. Stay here.
Strong and Getty Show. Yeah, I still think I'm allowed to play basketball. I'm sure baseball is not going to be allowed as well. Uh, I know there's a lot of them. I mean, they have like everything from like jet skiing to I don't know what all the, the things are. I, re- I read a lot of them, but it's it's every pretty much physical activity you could possibly do. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I'll probably be sticking to football and video games for a while now. Everything you're not allowed to do in your contract from Patrick Mahomes, who just signed the biggest contract in the history of American sports. <clears throat> they, uh, I would like to see a list adjusted for inflation. They never adjust for inflation, right. which makes all these lists meaningless. Well, and baseball is vastly different than football because baseball guarantees the money. Like to a pitcher, you're yeah. going to get that money, yeah. even uh, if you suck. And, uh, and I can I can cite several examples. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Barry Zito. Um I bounced back a little bit in the playoffs. Poor yeah, Barry. He's he a did. nice fella, too. Why would, why would why? What sort of cruel streak runs through you that you'd kick that poor guy years after he retired? Barry, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sure with his $100 million, he'll be okay. Prime Zito curveball was one of the more interesting things I'd ever seen a baseball do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he was hot, yeah, he could make the ball dance like a wiffle ball. What cooled him off? He didn't want it anymore? Clearly. <laughs> I don't know, or his elbow hurt. I don't know, it's <laughs> tough. It's tough to hold up. It's a tough thing to do. You mentioned Thomas Sowell a little bit ago. If you don't know Thomas Sowell's act, just Google his name, go to his Twitter account, whatever. S-O-W-E-L-L. He's absolutely one of my very few intellectual heroes. Yeah, African-American. He's 90 years old. Oh, I didn't know that. Went to the Chicago School of Economics, and he's part of the whole Stanford Hoover thing. And he's brilliant. And I mention he's black because it factors into a lot of his most famous quotes and thoughts. Mm-hmm. And as a guy who grew up black uh, starting in the 30s, he's got to have a pretty good idea about what racism is. You're right. Not and, the 2020 version of it, the 1930 version of it. And what sort of philosophies and practices yield success and happiness and which yield uh, you know, misery and dependence? And I was just going to go through his last like five tweets. My, his tweets are better than my, my My tweet is going to be, look at this giant piece of cake I'm about to eat. That's my tweet. He doesn't actually tweet these. It's his quotes Fine. which are being tweeted. But Fine. Yeah. But my tweets are still, look at the giant piece of cake I'm going to eat. There's a contrast there, yes. Equal opportunity policies are against racism. Affirmative action is racism under new management, which is a good one. Mm. I like this one from yesterday. Abraham Lincoln once asked an audience, how many legs a dog has if you count the tail as a leg? When they answered five, Lincoln told them that the answer is four. The fact that you called the tail a leg does not make it a leg. I feel like I was tricked in this question, Abe. That is so good. That is really good. Yeah. Yeah, that is really good. That would be like the um, um, calling an unwanted comment sexual assault does not make it sexual assault. Right. Calling... Support for the free market racism does not make it racism. This is a good one from two days ago. Any politician of any race or party who fights against charter schools that give many black youngsters their one shot at a decent life does not deserve the vote of anybody who really believes that black lives matter. That's a powerful one there. That's fantastic. No, you got to keep those kids trapped in that crappy school. What multiculturalism boils down to is that you can praise any culture in the world except Western culture, and you cannot blame any culture in the world except Western culture. Also pretty good. Incredible clarity and yeah. brevity. Yeah, Sowell's a, a, a 
unbelievable intellect and, and wise man, the rest of it. And this fits in with the stuff you say all the time. Socialism in general has a record of failure so blatant that only an intellectual could ignore or evade it. Yeah. That's a good one. Yep. You know, if you did that for the next hour, well, the show's over, practically. But <laughs> yeah. We'd all be better for it. I would love it, and we'd all be better for it. If Thomas Sowell weren't 90 years old and had zero interest in the gig, <laughs> I'd say we should have him fill in for us. I wish I were smarter. I think that a lot. I just <laughs> wish I were smarter. I know the listeners wish that. I know my kids wish that. My I parents, wish I had bigger hands. My parents certainly, that's your wish. Yeah. <laughs> then I could really play the guitar. Big Chuck Berry hands. Dude could play you know, a note on the first fret and another one on the 17th. It's just ridiculous. I have these stubby little hands. I play like I have oves. Anyway, you'd like to be smarter. I would. Well, me too. You can't make I'd yourself like you to be smarter. Sm- you can't. <laughs> no, I'd like me to be. Smarter. You can't make yourself smarter though. Not by wishing. No, you can. <laughs> you can make yourself more educated though. Intelligence, yeah, as, as we understand it. Not. No. No. Don't be negative there, Jack boy. Uh, but you got to be able to smart. remember it and apply it. Well, there's that. See. Tell me. It's like a computer. You got your your chip, and then you got your 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 software, your data, your your you know. You don't got such a great chip. Get more data. I'm running a 486 over oh, here. Oh boy, that's not, that's not good. Final thoughts with Angie. Yes, mm. I love the soft hits of the 70s. That's what I'll be listening to on the drive home today. You know, I was riding along listening to the 70s station the other day. I heard a Leo Sayre chestnut. Yes! You make me feel like dancing. Yep. Gonna dance the night away. (laughs) Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. How about a final thought from everybody? There he is in the control room, Michelangelo. Final thought? Yeah, I love the idea of Trump bringing statues to his rallies. I want him to have conversations with them. Hey, Thomas Jefferson, what do you think of the economy? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you can have it right, exactly. Hey, uh, Positive Sean, your final thought? Uh, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to spend some time reading some Thomas Sowell quotes today. I, I feel like I'm underexposed to his thoughts. I'm going to do a little digging on that. Today. One of the best things you could possibly read to clarify your own thoughts and understand that people who think differently from you are not your enemy is the first chapter of his book, Conflict of Visions. It's brilliant. Jack, final thought for us. It's not like reading the Hardy Boys, though. <laughs> it is not. Each sentence is chewy. Get yourself a stiff cup of tea, put your cat on your lap, and, uh, you know... Realize you're you're setting in for an afternoon of reading right there. I have no cat. That's my final thought. I wish I were smarter. All right, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to cede my final thought to Thomas Sowell. When you consider what an enormous windfall gain it is to be born in America, it is painful to hear some people complain bitterly that someone else got a bigger windfall gain than they did. Hmm. That is the best thing that happened to you if you're born in America. How about one more? As long as we have the time. Anyone who wants reparations based on history will have to gerrymander history very carefully. Otherwise, practically everybody would owe reparations to practically everybody else. <laughs> we have a winner. That's pretty good. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All of our podcasts are there. You can download them for free because we're stupid. Uh, let's say, oh, we've got great swag, uh, T-shirts and coffee mugs and all sorts of stuff that helps pay the guys. 
Um, and you can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If there's something we ought to be talking about or you have a thought you'd like to share, uh, send it along. Appreciate it. Keep it short if you can. Oh, my God. I just saw that there's going to be The Bachelor Senior Citizen. We got to talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> See you then. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say what that. I've sat here for over three hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase... Uh, what you're doing. You're, you're I feel free! You're coming close Back to me. Armstrong and Getty. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love & Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love & Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.